from St. Mark's Episcopal Church in Houston, Texas, a joyful Christian community. This is Soulful Sundays, a weekly podcast of our five o'clock service. I'm Patrick Miller, director of St. Mark's. Welcome. Here ends the reading. 
name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Before ordination to the priesthood, I spent a summer interning at MD Anderson Cancer Hospital. As a chaplain at a world-renowned research institution, one ministers to persons of all faiths and none. As so many of the patients come from throughout the world, I had no shortage of opportunities to minister to Baptists, Lutherans, Roman Catholics, Muslims, and Hindus. However, I noticed that I confused many of my Jewish patients and their families. For you see, when I introduced myself as Chaplain David Goldberg, the immediate assumption was that I was a rabbi. The Jewish patients were surprised, and I think rightly a little let down when I had to explain that in fact I was an Episcopalian ordinary. That said, my earliest memory of religion is actually a Jewish memory. You see, I was brought up Jewish until I turned 9 or 10, and my mother decided to have me baptized in Episcopalian. Even while the vast majority of my childhood was spent in church, and the vast majority of my memories are Episcopalian memories, still, my earliest experiences at family Passover Seders left a special and, I think, lasting impression. Those who have participated in the Seder will understand why. The Passover Seder is particularly accessible to children. In fact, elements are designed with children in mind. By tradition, a child asks four questions that seek to answer, why is tonight? different from all other nights. Why do we get vegetables and salt water this night when we do not on other nights? The answer is the green vegetables and salt water symbolize the replacing of our tears with gratitude and the sweetening of our burden of bitterness and suffering. Why do we eat only bitter herbs when on other nights we eat all sorts of herbs? We eat only a bitter herb to remind us of the bitterness of slavery that our ancestors endured while in Egypt. Why do we eat matzah instead of lemon bread? We answer that we eat only matzah because our ancestors could not wait for their bread to rise when they were fleeing slavery in Egypt. And so they were flat when they came out of the oven. And finally, why do we sip a climate when other nights we do not? We recline at the Seder table because in ancient times, a person who reclines at a meal was a free person, and tonight, all persons are free.
These questions and their answers demonstrate the vital purpose of the Passover Seder. To fulfill the obligation to teach one's children the story of the deliverance of God's people. The story of the Exodus is fundamental to Israel's identity. It is the narrative of a people enslaved by an oppressive power in exile from their home. Though his people have been brought low by captivity, God yet remembers the promises he made to their ancestors, the promises he made to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. Thus God calls Moses to lead his people out of Egypt to the land of their ancestors. On the eve of their liberation, the Lord institutes a feast to commemorate his mighty deeds of power. Families are together, sacrifice a lamb so that its blood may mark the lentils of the Hebrew dwelling as a sign. We read in our reading from Exodus, For I will pass through the land of Egypt that night, and I will strike down every firstborn in the land of Egypt both human beings and animals. On all the gods of Egypt I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. The blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you live. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. And no plague shall destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. This is a story of liberation and hope as God will decisively act in favor of his people. It's so essential to Israel's identity that God commands that this festival of Passover be kept as an annual observance so that future generations will know of God's saving deeds. Thus, to this day, in Jewish households, Passover focuses on passing down to children the memory of the Passover. Not only this sacred story, but also the values that go with it. Hope for the future, God's preference for the poor and the oppressed, and God's promise to deliver us into new life. All peoples have stories that we pass on, just as all families have stories. As Christians, we share in the inheritance of Israel and see the Passover supper as foreshadowing Jesus' last supper. There, the Son of God institutes a new thanksgiving, a new Eucharist, to be a sign of a new covenant. Only this time, the blood of the Lamb will be Jesus' own blood. It will be a sign not for the passing over of death, but that's very abolition. In the Eucharist, we commemorate Jesus' story saying, Christ has died, Christ has risen, Christ will come again. Like the story of the Exodus, the power of this story emphasizes God's unwavering presence or solidarity with the sick, the suffering, the poor, the oppressed, the afflicted, and the dying. By this story, we Christians have hope that nothing, not even death, 
can separate us from God's love. As Christians, we are obliged to teach this story to our friends and neighbors, but most especially to our children, because it offers hope in life's dark places. We take seriously this obligation to tell our children Jesus' story because it is good news. This is all the more important when we live in a moment in history that seems overwhelmed with bad news. Bad news about politics. Bad news about poverty or unemployment. Bad news about sickness. Bad news about human sin and depravity. And bad news about death. If we focus too much on the bad news of today, we will naturally begin to despair. Thus, we risk passing on to our children a sort of hopelessness about the human condition and our common future. Following in the traditions of Israel, Jesus' story paints a very different picture. By his life, Jesus affirms the goodness of creation and the value of all human beings. By his death, Jesus teaches the importance of giving of ourselves completely for the sake of others. And by his resurrection, Jesus demonstrates the hope that is in us. This is a story that deserves repeating to our friends and family. By attending church Sunday after Sunday in person, or now over the computer, saying grace around our dinner table, or simply telling the stories of Jesus and the saints to our children. We are doing our part to form ourselves and future generations in the story of a God who loves us and abides with us in the midst of life's bitter moments as well as in the midst of our joys. Tell this story, pass it on, enough. And God promises us that the world will be renewed. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
This episode was produced by St. Mark's Episcopal Church in Houston, Texas. Special thanks to our band, led by Cameron Deason-Hammond, and featuring Jeremy Nuncio, Asher Pudlow, and Andrew Gordon. Join us every Sunday for Soulful Sundays at 5 p.m. at St. Mark's, 3816 Bel Air Boulevard in Houston, Texas, or visit us online at stmarks-houston.org.